As our leadership team comes forward, I want everyone to open their hearts, open their minds, and hear the celebration that they are about to share with us. All right, good morning, Good Shepherd. As you can see, I'm Robert Cox and Shelly McBurney, Church Council Co-Chairs, and Melissa Heisey, Finance Chair. Good morning, Good Shepherd. We are here for several important announcements, things for us to be excited about and to work toward together. An important goal for Good Shepherd is hiring a new youth minister. We have 12 youth members in this growing group. Shelly has served as volunteer youth minister for many months, and we are all very thankful for her dedication. And good news, our youth group is growing due to increases in visitors and members in 2022, especially as COVID has calmed. Now, our current efforts to recruit a high-quality, long-term youth minister have been challenging due to the position being part-time, and we've needed to try something different. So in consultation with SPRT, Finance, Church Council, Pastor Regina, and our Good Shepherd staff, who we are very, very, very thankful for our staff, our to-be-filled youth minister position will be transformed into a youth and communications minister to minister to our youth, to build, bridges, to build bridge ministries with our children, to handle all communications. This is going to be accomplished through merging several vacant positions and line items, and it's already been budgeted into a full-time position. So this fits, yeah. <laughs> this is a new conversation in the life of Good Shepherd. This is important. This is really something. This fits with our staff parish relation team's long-standing goal to right-size the pay and the hours of our Good Shepherd staff to reflect their constant dedication. However, this increase in youth minister pay would be prioritized at this time due to the growing need to fill this position. As Good Shepherd grows, our ministries and staff can grow together. We believe the youth and communications minister is an important part of growing Good Shepherd. SPRT is actively fielding candidates, and we hope to have updates for you soon. Now, here's where we, can need, we need your help. With pinching every penny, we can cover the youth and communications minister position through the end of 2022. In 2023, we'll still need about $900 a month to sustain the new position, unless... Unless we pay off our mortgage debt, which will open up $2,700 a month for our ministries. Imagine the possibilities. You know what's coming? <laughs> for that, we have further updates from Finance Chair Melissa Heisey. We have something to be excited about. Absolutely. Thank you, Robert. Um, before I share the mortgage balance, which I owe you an update on that, um, I wanted to kind of uh, share with you how this conversation took place between the, the chair leadership of each of our administrative committees, as well as Davis and, and Pastor Regina. As we were discussing this position and the need to upgrade it, um, we were talking about the fact that we're very grateful that we can cover the budget in 2022. Uh, there is a gap going into 2023 as far as what we would need in the budget to cover the new position. The conversation then turned to, well, well what do we do and, and how, do we, how do we fill this gap? And uh, there was conversation about the fact that we, we didn't want to take focus off of paying down the debt and eliminating it completely. So at that point, when, when the conversation turned toward the debt and not want to take focus off, Davis kind of chimed in and he said, well, you know, I've got an updated um, 
debt figure for you. He said, at the end of May, our mortgage principal balance was $151,000. So there's celebration number one. What a wonderful figure, right? Those of us who have been waiting to hear numbers like that are just really excited about it. So once he shared that figure with us, I can tell you the meeting kind of really took an interesting turn. As Pastor Gina would say, you could feel the spirit working the room. People were getting out calculators. We were crunching the numbers. Pastor was talking about how we need to stop thinking in terms of Good Shepherd dreams for this church and start thinking in terms of God dreams for this church and for this community. And at that point, one of the people crunching the numbers said, you know, if we could get 75 families to commit to giving $2,000 between now and December toward the mortgage, we could pay off our debt this year. This year. I'll say that one more time. 75 families. If they could give, 75 families could give $2,000 between now and December, we could pay off the debt this year. That's doable. You know, we can do that. And the excitement just continued. And at that moment in the room, someone said, we could be debt-free in 2023. Well, I can tell you, we never looked back from there. You know, there, there was no going back after that statement was made. And I love this graphic. Thank you, JR, for creating that for us. Uh, we can be debt-free in 2023. So the position as well as the challenge for debt-free in 2023 was presented at our finance meeting. And uh, the team supports it completely, and we want to adopt um, both, both of those items. And so I'm here to issue you the challenge today that if you're one of those families who want to say, I want to be a part of Debt Free in 2023, let Davis know. Um, of course, the challenge is for $2,000 between now, $2,000 total between now and December. I know some of you are not going to be able to give $2,000, and that's okay. Let Davis know what you can, because I have confidence and faith that there are other families who are going to be able to give more. So together, we'll do this. It doesn't matter how we get there, just that we get there. And we're going to be debt-free in 2023. So the other thing I have for you today is that we do have some apples to place on the tree. And the, yeah, and the apples are basically representing through the end of May. And as Davis shared, and I did as well just now, our debt was at 151000 at the end of May. That's $1,000 short of being able to place that sixth apple on the tree because we were uh, at 180 during my last update. But I'm going to go ahead and place that sixth apple on the tree today as just a gesture of faith. I love Debbie. Debbie's back there raising the hand. Uh, just as a gesture of faith of what's about to happen in this church. Thank you. What a calling, debt-free in 23. Imagine how our possibilities in ministry open. This is about more than a youth pastor position. This is about all the possibilities of Good Shepherd. Years of focus, hard work, and dedication have brought us this far. Thank you for your dedication through Imagine, through Next, and all of our ministries. Now, do you feel a calling? Listening to your inner voice, when you hear debt-free 2023, do you hear a yes or an amen? <laughs> Listening to our inner voice helps us find our inner calling. 
As Good Shepherd, our faith and our actions help our community become a brighter place. As the beacon on the corner, our light shines into the world. We make an important and meaningful difference together as Good Shepherd. And we are so close, so close to closing out our debt. Imagine what's next for us. Let's make a new kind of difference for 2023. Let's close our debt. Let's grow the church. Let's fill the church together. Amen. Good morning. Jesus said, For everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. And everyone who knocks, the door will be open. He was talking about us and coming to him. But if we don't ask, we won't receive. So we're asking. We have been very patient throughout this debt. We believe that this is a God dream, and God dreams have to come true. They have to. We have had many struggles to get to this place, but hurdles are not stop signs. We have persevered, and the end is in sight. The leadership team wants to thank Pastor Regina for her wisdom, her guidance, her inspiration, and mostly her team leadership style. As we grow into the Good Shepherd dream together. Thank you for your prayers, for your support as Good Shepherd moves into the future and becomes more and more, thanks to Lester, the beacon on the corner. Davis Taylor. It is amazing (laughs) to see the Spirit of God work, and God's people answer. And you may ask, well, just how are we going to get there? And we've said $2,000, 75 families between now and the end of the year. Uh, the way these conversations started, and it really was just out of the blue at a small leadership meeting. And then it went to a finance meeting to say, hey, if we want to do this, let's talk about it. Out of those two meetings, from the leadership of the church, folks, and and we've got it set up here. Here, Here's the bottom of our thermometer, our beaker, whatever you want to call it. And there's $10,000 increments that we're looking to meet through December. Guys, for those of you, nine years ago, we were at over $2 million dollars. We're at $150,000 now. That is amazing. That is so amazing. But there's more. Out of those couple of meetings, leadership alone has pledged over $24,000 as of right now. So we're actually already met almost... $25,000. And that was in a week. If you, like Melissa said, um, if you want to let me know that you want to be a part of this, or if you just want to give, anything and everything we receive that says imagine on it over the next seven months is going right here. Uh, But I'm going to tell you, we had a meeting when we first started our Imagine campaign 
several years ago, and that was to pay off the last 900000 to, to make an effort, a joint effort to do that. And that program ended last year. Um, we said at that meeting that it was already done. And I tell you right now, this is done. We've just got to fill it in. Amen. Amen. So I ask you to join us, continue to join us. Uh, this congregation has been so faithful over the years. And I cannot wait to see what's coming down the pike. Amen. It is a true blessing. Thank you. Are you excited? Aren't you excited? Thanks to all the leadership team who have pulled the pieces and parts of this together and listening and answering the call that God has placed on our lives. Let's hear our scripture this morning that's found in Luke chapter 9, 51 through 62. Um, and it's going to be one of those odd kind of scriptures, and you're going to think, how does this relate to what we've just talked about and what we've just celebrated? But hang with me, and we'll make the connection. When the days drew near for him to be taken up, he set his face to go to Jerusalem, and he sent messengers ahead of him. On their way, they entered a village of Samaritans to make ready for him, but they did not receive him because his face was set toward Jerusalem. When his disciples, James and John, saw it, they said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them? But he turned and rebuked them. Then they went on to another village. As they were going along the road, someone said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes and birds birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. To another he said, follow me. But he said, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. But Jesus said to him, let the dead bury their own dead. But as for you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Another said, I will follow you, Lord, but first let me say farewell to those at my home. Jesus said, no one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. Lord of God to the people of God. Thanks be to God. What a great day to be in the house. Good morning. Are you still out there? Are you still out there? Good, good. Appreciate you choosing to worship with us today. Everybody is family here at Good Shepherd, whether you're in the house, whether you're online, or whether this is just your first time. And if it's your first time, you're probably overwhelmed with all the information that you've been given. However, this is a place where God is working, and this is a place where we are all family. Let us know you're here. Put your prayer requests online. Let us know. Shout from the house. But we are about following God's lead. What a presentation from our leadership team this morning. I teased you last week that this Sunday would bring some exciting news and that there's nothing ordinary about ordinary time. What a wonderful opportunity we have before us to be a part of the efforts toward a historical celebration. A celebration that has been decades in the making. A celebration that will change the reputation of Good Shepherd United Methodist Church from a church with a huge debt to a church who has the ability to pour all of our efforts into ministry and into building the kingdom of God. A celebration that will kindle that fire of the Holy Spirit as it continues to move among us. 
What an exciting time we enter into as we seek to become debt-free by 2023. This adventure in faith will energize, Good Shepherd. I invite you to prayerfully consider how God is calling you to be a part of this adventure in big ways and small ways. It's going to take all of us giving and doing what we can to make it a reality. We can do it with the power of the Holy Spirit behind us and a mustard seed of faith. This vision for the future will be a reality. Stay connected to us for how God is moving among us here at Good Shepherd. It's been an exciting first few months so far to watch the Spirit move as as plans have been made and ideas have bubbled up. We can become the go-to church on this side of Sumner County and in Hendersonville if we continue to seek and to follow God's direction. Our guiding verses are ones that you've heard already and should be familiar with. Here again these words from Isaiah in which we started our journey together. Don't remember the things or consider the things of old. I am about to do a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the desert and rivers in or I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. These words ring loud and clear as we enter into the future of our denomination and anticipate the impending growth of Good Shepherd United Methodist Church. In the coming days, we will move and work into this work that must be done for Good Shepherd. It is all about loving God and loving our neighbor as we make disciples. It's about committing ourselves to show our gifts monetarily and otherwise to take action and discernment toward God's will. The second verse builds on our future with the words of Habakkuk 2.3. This vision is for a future home. It describes the end and it will be fulfilled. If it seems slow in coming, wait patiently for it surely will take place. It will not be delayed. The writer of Habakkuk is a prophet in dialogue with God. His complaint is is the perception that evil triumphs over good in the circumstances of the people. Now we can fall in line with this way way of thinking given the situations in our world as of late and, and the parts of the Good Shepherd financial history that we all are aware of. Yet the book of Habakkuk emphasizes the practice of trust and faith even when the outcome is not visible encouraging the practice of faith oversight. And that, that is a concept that we see throughout the New Testament. Hope is not found in visible circumstances, but in God. These words encourage Good Shepherd because we've waited through debt by operating out of a mindset of scarcity amid years of not knowing what next steps to take. Good Shepherd, however, has remained faithful in the wait. We can now envision a future by responding to the call that our leadership has just presented to us. We can now grow and begin to courageously listen to God's voice as God directs our future. We can now begin to respond by embracing life-giving, tangible steps to make debt-free future a reality. God is speaking. We must listen. God is calling us home. Home to Good Shepherd United Methodist Church. A place of family, a place of belonging, a place to believe and a place to become the disciples of Christ and the body of Christ that we are created to be. Now home is a unique place. 
I was privileged to live in the same home for most of my first 20 years. It was a place of safety, family, and belonging. When my parents moved from that dwelling place after my first year of college, I discovered that while this, the house that they lived in in Alabama was unfamiliar and very different from the place where I was reared, it was still home. It was home because mom and dad lived there and made it a place for us, the safe landing and welcoming place that our house in Powell had been. And as I became an independent adult and shared residence with other folks and, and lived on my own, home was a place of familiarity of stuff, people, and a sense of belonging greater than, build, than a building of wood, brick, and walls. Home is a place where we discover who we are at our best, and at our worst. Home is a place where we find peace and rest amid the chaos of our lives. For me, home was where my people are, a place where I felt safe and loved. For Good Shepherd, home is where we find belonging, family, and a relationship with Christ. In our scripture reading today, Jesus invites us to broaden our thinking about home and the definition that we attach to that word. He challenges us to think of home as relationships and commitments within the human community rather than a physical, comfortable, cozy place. For Jesus, home is a concept of a finding our place in the body of Christ and with him. We talk a lot about here at Good Shepherd about being family, a family that is formed in and by our faith community. We share connections, support, experience, and acceptance. We do a pretty good job of including even the stranger among us so that they too may feel connected and accepted. We make an effort to include those of you who are with us online and, and as a part of our family. And we are also aware that family is greater than those we encounter. It reaches beyond our neighborhood into the world. The connection piece to us all being together at home is Jesus Christ. It is the Holy Spirit that sustains our relationship and deepens our connection to the Creator. These connections form the body of Christ we call Good Shepherd. It is home. It is family. It is belonging. Now today's scripture is really not one of those feel-good kind of scriptures. It's one that leaves us questioning where Jesus was going with, with these statements and not knowing whether we are to rebuke those who disagree with us, not follow through with our responsibilities, or wander aimlessly through life from place to place without hoping to find commitment. But Jesus gives us a different definition of home rather than that feel-good place of contentment, peace, and coziness. It is not that Jesus doesn't want us to find that place of contentment and belonging, but that he wants us to find these things in him, not the ways of the world. He wants us to, be, he wants us to come home and find home, not in a destination, but in a pilgrimage of searching, a journey discovering of truth, a persistence of following our calling. Home is found in the journey, not in the destination. As Jesus sets his sides towards Jerusalem this day, he disturbed a lot of folks. The Samaritans did not want to deal with him. The disciples were confused. Those who met him along the way offered excuses, then asked him to follow. It sounds like everyone needs to just take a time out and a chill here. We see an edgy Jesus in this scripture. 
we discover that the demands of a faith-filled life and the depth of following through with our commitment. We are more comfortable with that grace and mercy and childlike faith than we are with the depth of commitment sometimes. Striving for perfection is more demanding than rocking along like anything goes. Maybe Jesus isn't being painful in these verses. Maybe he's trying to teach us that home is never found by standing still or even by going back to what was comfortable. Now, if I've seen that childhood home and pal never venturing out of that community, my life would have been far less rich and my understanding of home more shallow. A faith-filled future is never found in nostalgia and wishing things were as they were before. Faith is found as we embrace seemingly impossible tasks by human definition and clinging to the faithfulness of God's promises and provision. Good Shepherd has a rich past of faithfully weathering many hardships along the way. We can become nostalgic and rock along as we have been and complete our debt by 2025 and miss the opportunities before us. Or... We can step out in faith and embrace the very possible challenge with which we have been presented this morning to be debt-free by the end of this year. Meeting this, cha- meeting this challenge opens up unlimited possibilities for future ministry and community impact that we glorify God for years to come. Jesus is also teaching us the lesson that home is more about relationship than geography. While I currently live in Hendersonville, I have had many homes over the last several years of ministry. When I think of home, I I don't think of the houses where I lived or the towns in which I resided. I think of the people who have surrounded me in these places. I think of the relationships that were built and the experiences that were enjoyed. I know that wherever my family and friends are will be home no matter where the place is geographically. Philip Phillips recorded a song for the 20... 12 U.S. Women's Olympic Gymnastics Team. The lyrics are in part, Hold on to me as we go, as we roll this familiar road, unfamiliar road. Just know you're not alone, because I'm going to make this place your home. If you get lost, you can't always be found. Know you're not alone, because I'm going to make this place your home. Jesus offers us the same home, a home in the Spirit, A home where we are called in order to be sent. A home where we're never alone. A home where we can listen and learn and follow. Jesus will walk beside us when the road is unfamiliar and we may not be able to see our next step. Following Christ's home is about unconditionally going where God is calling us to go. Not placing conditions or restrictions on where we go or how we get there or what it will look like in between. Following Christ's home is about faithfully trusting that Christ will guide us and provide for us a focused journey. We can't take this journey while still demanding to be in charge of the directions. We can't have it both ways. We can't move into the future and cling to the past. We can't divide our focus by hoping the future will be different and then being paralyzed by past experiences and roadblocks. We can't stay behind and move ahead. We must take the first step in faith and put our words into actions. Have you ever thought that if our friends in our scripture reading this morning had just said, yes, I'll follow you, 
rather than placing conditions or offering several excuses for their obedience, that their relationship and responsibilities might have been enhanced by the light of Christ. We stand here this morning in the light of Christ, being offered an opportunity, an opportunity that will increase our ability to show Christ's love, to offer service to our community, and invite folks to come home in Christ. Home is not a destination, but a movable feast of love and service as we journey together as a faith family with Christ as our guide. Home is the journey of our own life and faith. Home is where God is. Home is found in the relationships we build with each other and with Christ. Home is here at Good Shepherd and beyond our wildest imagination. Home is found in challenges and in triumphs. It's time for us to go home, folks. It's time for us to go home to a place where the possibilities are endless in Christ as we become debt-free in 2023. Come home, folks. Let's go home.
just when you thought the celebrations were over, we uh, have a wonderful opportunity with us again this morning. Marsha Simiak has come to transfer her membership from Covenant Church in is Chicago, Illinois? Chamberlain, Illinois. Ah, to Good Shepherd here. And as, as uh, we welcome her officially into the congregation, she's been with us since I've been here, so, so I thought she's part of the crowd here. But officially, uh, we're going to ask her the two questions that we ask all United Methodist folks as they come into our, um, our presence. As members of Christ Universal Church, Will you be loyal to the United Methodist Church and do all within your power to strengthen its ministries? I will. And as members of this congregation, will you faithfully participate in its ministries by your prayers, your presence, your gifts, your service, and your witness? I will. And as members of this congregation, we ask that you too renew your commitment to this church and with your prayers, your presence, your gifts, and your service, and your witness. Thank you all, and let us pray together. Holy and awesome God, we just thank you for for Marsha and her her willingness to be a part of the family, Lord. And we just thank you for all that you have done in all of our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you. 